You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Hi, welcome back to the Womanpreneur Podcast. This is the lovely and talented Amanda McEwen, and my name is Melissa Motes. <laughs> what if I just don't say anything and I just smile at you the whole time and let you talk by yourself? Uh, it's going to get awkward. I like awkward. I don't want to have a conversation by myself. Okay. I always like it when you and I, I get to talk. I'll talk to this you. This is like our, our afternoon hangout. It is. That hard. we get to record and hang out with everyone else. <laughs> but in case you're wondering why Melissa opens every episode, it's because I don't want to. And so sometimes I like to tease her and make it awkward intentionally because that's fun for me. Yes, it's very <laughs> That's the fun. only reason why. Yes. And because you started this whole thing with McEwen, another one of our friends reached out to me yesterday. Uh, Dustin Eboz sent me an email and said, you know, Chad informed me last night about how your your last name is really pronounced. So he, and he apologized. I'm like, no, it's not your fault. You didn't know. It was all on me. So if anybody, don't worry about the pronunciation of my last name. It's okay. She's fine. She's flexible with McEwen or McEwen. But I do really like calling you Amanda McEwen now. When I got my green tea, my scary green tea, as you call it, this morning, before I jumped back on an airplane, the, the barista had asked if they, people called me Mandy. And I said, no. Um, you know, but pe people have had all kinds of nicknames for me over the years. And Mandy just was never one of them. And then when he told me my tea was ready, he called me Mandy. So <laughs> I, he would like to he wanted yes. to nickname you. Yes. So <laughs> I just kind of go with it, you know. I'll I'll respond to whatever. Wow. It's not that important to me. That's, that's pretty nice to know. Also, yeah. uh, I want you to know that I don't like being called Mel. Okay, good to know. Um, that's a weird nickname, and occasionally people have been like, "Hey, Mel," I just don't go by Mel. I feel like. I don't own a diner, and uh, <laughs> it's just weird. And then also, Missy has never been one. Yeah. Um, sometimes people call me Missy awkwardly and just ra at random and inside. Mm -hmm. It makes my stomach hurt. But See, I, that works out well for me because I have a good friend named Melissa, but she goes by Missy. And when people call her Melissa, it throws me off. I mean, that's not Melissa. That's Missy. Right. And if somebody called you Missy, I would not. Yeah. Uh, no, it's just weird. My mom made it really clear when I was like born that my name was Melissa and she wanted everyone to call me Melissa. So, okay. Well, but hello, Melissa. Hello, Amanda McEwen. What do you want to talk about today? Well, we talked about... Uh, having an episode all on inspiration. People well, who have inspired us. We talked about is, you're using that a little bit loosely. <laughs> I learned about it about an hour ago. So I know. I said, <laughs> hey, Amanda McEwen, how about we do an episode on what inspires us or who inspires us? Role models, books we've read, things that just light us up inside and share our personal stories and see if anybody else out there wants to share theirs with us. And you said, I don't know if I have those things. So she's like, I don't think um, I'm inspired by anybody. But no, it's it's not that. It's just when you know specific people don't come to mind really. Yeah. And I'll I'll use a few examples as sure. we go, but yeah. that have started to come. But what did it like I was telling you, I I create my own story. So I don't it's not that I don't find other people inspiring. Sure. I mean, I watch a lot of documentaries, I love to read memoirs. I'm really fascinated by storytelling and people's personal stories. Yeah. There's a lot of different things, I guess, that inspire. Yeah me. But for the yeah. most part, 
it's not what people do so much as it is who they are. If yeah. That, that's oh, really makes, what I, I look for. It it's, makes perfect sense. And no, I, I think it's a great thing. And I agree with you on we write our own story. But I think that we are all so fascinated by, you know, who each and every one of us on this planet is. Mm-hmm. And we're all, you know, working on our own story and we all have our past and we all have different things that we've accomplished and we've overcome. And um, sometimes I think, especially when you're going through maybe a, a hard time or you're feeling um, lost, it's it's a really a nice comforting feeling to hear someone else's mm-hmm. story to uplift you, you know? Um, I know for me, when I was going through cancer, um, hearing about other people's, uh, you know, healthy outcomes and success stories with, Mm -hmm. you know, getting through it really gave me a lot to hold on to. And I was super inspired by other people's journeys. And it just kind of just helped me, you know, keep that positive mindset. And it was inspiring for Mm -hmm. me. So that's one example that pops into my head. But um, I always like a good underdog story. Like I love an underdog story. And I think the, the part of that comes with, you know, when I was younger, I was met with a lot of that, you know, uh, oh, you can't do that or you, you, you shouldn't do that. And I always thought, no, don't tell me what I can or can't do. I'll show you. Yeah. And, and I did. I know. I love it. <laughs> so, you know, and I, I continue. It's, again, we've talked about like my, my rebellious nature of whatever that is. But, you know, I really like people that make their own paths that, you know, maybe start from nothing or, you know, grew up poor or, you know, just didn't have everything handed and found a way and, and really fought to, you know, to defy the odds. I love those stories. Yeah, no, defying the odds are, are fantastic. I think for me going way back into the Melissa Motes uh, childhood inspiration, probably the, the biggest one for me was listening to all the stories um, from my Croatian grandmother. I call her Bubba. And she's passed. She passed last June. And it's we definitely miss her and feel a huge void from her not being with us anymore. But she's still with us, just in a different Mm way. But I can remember being a really, really little girl and her telling me all these stories about growing up in Croatia. And then when she uh, finally moved to the United States with my grandfather and my dad and my aunt, they literally came to the United States with one suitcase between the four of them and $5. And that to me is inspiring. Mm-hmm. And they not only did they come to the United States and, you know, learn to speak the language well, and my grandfather started a business in manufacturing. Um, my my dad and my uncle, um, you know, we have a family business back in the Midwest and it's in manufacturing. And it's just really cool to watch how they started literally with just nothing. And they built a business, a family business. And um, I remember my grandmother telling me just the little things that you take for granted. Like, you know, she learned how to speak English a lot from my, my dad. You know, he went to school and stuff, but watching television. I mean, she was telling me she thought Dodge was 
pronounced dodge. So she would always say dodge, you know, whenever mm-hmm. she'd see it on the TV screen for Dodge trucks or Dodge cars or whatever. And my dad would say, no, it's Dodge, you know, and she would laugh and she couldn't say basement. She'd call it a bezimic. And oh. I thought that was the funniest thing. And, um, but she, she, she told me so many cute stories and something as simple as writing checks. Um, she could never remember how to spell like 30, 40, 50. Mm-hmm. So she'd keep like a little little answer key in her purse. So whenever she'd have to write a check, she'd pull it out and look at, you know, how to write a check. And I thought, you know, all those little things you take for granted, but you go to another country, you learn another language, you don't know anybody, you start a business. It's like all those little things that you don't think about that are so big Mm -hmm. things, you know? So I was just really, I've always been really inspired by my, my grandparents and my dad and just the way that they all, you know, came over here together and such a tight-knit family. And I've always been inspired by um, just the way that my family has been so loving of mm-hmm. to one another and supportive. Yeah. And, you know, I, when I was growing up, I didn't realize that other people didn't grow up in households where people were loving and supportive all the time. Like, I was super naive to that <laughs> right. uh, as a kid. And I guess that's a good problem to have, you know. Um, but that's one of the things that is really important to me in my mm-hmm. adult life yeah. now is to inspire others because I do realize how often people aren't told they're amazing, they're talented, they're beautiful, they're kind, they're, you know, whatever they are. Um, And so I feel a great responsibility to Mm -hmm. inspire and uplift other people because I feel like super blessed that my whole life I've had that. So anyway, so that's (laughs) some of the stuff that's just, that goes way back to my Mm -hmm. childhood, but I feel so fortunate that I've always had a ton of love around me. and that's to me very inspiring. Yeah, it definitely is. I have that. I've, I've talked on here about my grandmother before, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't want to repeat all the stories. But that the the gist of my inspiration for my grandma is that she was met with a you know debilitating disease, told that she would never walk again, that her life expectancy wouldn't be that long, and here she is in ninety four, you know, still getting around and and doing her thing because she said no. She didn't listen to doctors. She didn't take the medication. You know, it's, she decided that she was stronger than that. And it was more that what I'm learning, I was young, you know, I I didn't know all of this until later in life, but hearing, you know, my mom tell me stories about it, it's, she just wasn't willing to give up. She knows herself so well that, you know, it was like, no, I've got this. I'm going to do it. She beat the odds. And, you know, even in, you know, at, at 94, and she's had her, uh, been in the hospital recently, and doctors are telling her one thing, and she is like, no. No. You know? And she, from, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen her, but my mom tells her, like, her spirit is still right there, and she knows exactly, you know, she knows when it's right for her and when it's not. Yeah. And that is something that I think was subconsciously inspiring me my whole life, and I just didn't know Yep. And then it's the, the other part is, you know, I've, I've learned this from my own mom, but then from every friend I have who's a mom, that there is something happens, I think, when you have kids that makes you a superhero. And I don't want kids, so I guess I don't want to be a superhero. But I've seen there's something, some way that mothers are able to make everything work 
when you don't see from the outside, you think, how can you possibly do all of those things? Mm -hmm. Whether it's something small, like finding food magically, you know, I could look in a cupboard and go, we have no food. And then she could go in and find a whole meal that was delicious. I thought, but how? And it's, it was out of necessity, you know, maybe we didn't have all the, you know, a ton of stuff growing up, but we always had what we needed and we had the support of our parents. Mm -hmm. And that, was, you know, more important. I'm glad I grew up without things. I don't, it's just why I live so frugally now. I don't care about things. I want experiences. Mm -hmm. I want to be, you know, around good people and people who do inspire me. And I, hopefully I do that same to others, but that, you know, going back to childhood, that was always the thing. It was, you know, just always knowing that you can find a way. Absolutely. That's a, that's a beautiful thing. And uh, your grandmother sounds like quite the, you know, pistol, you know. I I wish I, you know, it's one of those things sometimes and like you, it sounds weird, but like I I wish I would have been older so I knew her better. Like, you know, it's not how it works with your grandparents. You're always going to be a kid when you know them, but you know, it's. Yeah. I, I kind of wish back then to go I back been, in time, been it, able to see it. Yeah, see no. it in action. Yeah. You know? yeah, see her at her sparkiest. Yes, yes. No, that uh, but is she. Fun. I still see it. You know, somebody tries to take her chocolate away. Ooh. It still comes out. She loves her chocolate. I love it. Yeah, that's yeah. so cute. Well, I think um, being inspired is a really important part of life. Um, I think that. Every day there can be inspiration, you know, around you and mm-hmm. you you may miss it. You may be looking for it. I personally, <clears throat> I, I find inspiration in so many things. Like this morning I went out for a walk and I was listening to some old school Michael Jackson and mm-hmm. I was feeling really great. It was, I could feel the sun on my face and it was just like a really cool, beautiful morning and the music was just great. You know, I was just, just feeling it. And I thought, man, I just feel really inspired about my day. I was looking forward to coming here and doing our podcast together. And I like to find joy in the little things, you know, and um, for me, a lot of the little things just really light me up because there've been times in, you know, um, in my journey where, you know, when you face mortality or you face major unknowns, like Mm -hmm. when I was going through my most recent bout with uh, cervical cancer, I remembered thinking, you know, when I wasn't sure how the story was going to go, I had a big time fight in me as far as, um, I, I was in charge of the way my story was going to go. I remember, um, when they were wheeling me into the, to this, the room for surgery, uh, I told, I brought all the nurses chocolate and my doctor, a huge, my surgeon, a huge box of chocolate. And I, I got everybody chocolate and passing it all out. And, uh, I said, I'm thanking you all in advance for doing an exceptional job. <laughs> you tried to bribe your doctors? And, uh, yes, I saying? did. Okay. With chocolate. <laughs> smart, and, smart. Um, <laughs> I, and I, uh, I said to them, now I know that I'm going to do a really great job at my part. <laughs> I guarantee you that I'm going to go in there and do great. I said, now you guys just need to do a really great job at your part. And so we can all come back together when I wake up and Mm -hmm. it'll be a great thing and we can all have some chocolate. And my doctor was just laughing and she said that that was very inspiring to her, that kind of an attitude. Mm -hmm. But 
I wanted to keep everybody feeling, you know, happy and great. And I wanted to be, mm-hmm. you know, in, in yeah. my best mindset possible. But um, but that just kind of goes back to where I was headed a minute ago with uh, just the little things. I, I feel grateful. I know that no one knows what the day holds. Mm-hmm. You know, no one knows, you know, what today's going to look like. Um, but I think... Uh, just taking a moment to really appreciate the little things is huge. It is huge. I I just had that moment last night. I was at this event in LA and outside in, you know, in the, on this patio, there's this vine growing and the most detailed, intricate, beautiful flower I've ever seen growing on this vine. And like, I, I actually, I took a picture and I posted it because I just had never seen it. Turns out it's a passion flower. But it just, the detail of what nature creates, mm-hmm. it's, it's to me, those are the things that kind of make me step back and think, you know, somehow this intricate design and the colors and everything, like this was created by, by who, who knows how it really came to be. Yeah. But I it just, sometimes <clears throat> it's those, those little things to where it's like, hmm, you know, Things are possible. And I don't know why. I mean, like looking at a flower that might think things are possible. But, you know, and it also, it ties in, you know, I'm, I'm, we've talked about, you know, choosing to find the good and, and positivity and all of that. And I've always, I try to find beauty in everything possible, even the most mundane ways. Like, I just think that if you're actively searching for that, you see more of it. And somebody who inspires me in that way is actually the artist who I went to see. Her name is Morley Steinberg, and I came to learn her. She had a uh, she's a she's an artist of many many talents, but she had a, a gallery of her photography that was all based on the L.A. skylines, and not you know by it I mean power lines. She would take photos of all the wires and all the cables. And then put them together in kind of a like geometrical way, but she just had a way of taking her photographs and making something that most people see as an eyesore, as a nuisance, and turning it into beautiful art. I have two pieces of hers in my home now because I like to look at that. That's a kind of art that I'm always excited about. And the her event last night was about like she's showcasing some more of her photography, but it was stuff that she took when her daughter was seven and was diagnosed with cancer. Oh my and gosh. so while she's taking care of her daughter, her daughter was taking care of her do- like her dolls and her stuffed animals, and she had built out or the daughter had built out these really intricate scenes. Of, you know, like just her, her, her dolls tucked into bed or there was like, you know, her cat, stuffed cats were having a tea party and all of these things for whatever reason Morley had photographed. And then now all these years later and her daughter's fine, she turned that such a, a personal and horrible time of the life into something so positive. And that, it, to me, that's an inspiring attitude to have mm-hmm. is when you're able to take something negative and then make it beautiful. Absolutely. I think we all need a little bit of that yeah. in us. Absolutely. No, I love that. I love that. I was just, as you were describing her art, I was thinking about uh, something I love. I love old bridges. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in the Midwest and uh, in Illinois, whenever I go back home, I love to just go walk on old, rickety old bridges and, um, you know, not 
too, super rickety, but you know, like rickety enough where they're open and you're allowed to walk on them. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so daring. No, but uh, you know, rusty. I love to see all the the different colors and, um, and the different construction. It's mm-hmm. really neat. Um, and then especially during different times of the year, it's like what what the landscape looks like with the bridge too. It, it just really can make it look different. Mm-hmm. And I've been whenever I go back home, I like to try to take different pictures and stuff. So um, not not that I have a major eye, but bridges <laughs> inspire me. Yeah. And uh, I think they inspire go. me too um, because I think in life we should be always open mm-hmm. to build bridges. Yeah. You know, I, bring yeah. everybody together. Yeah. I have. I, I don't think I've taken any photos of bridges really, but I have one. It was the, one of my favorite photos that I've ever taken. It was in Scotland, and it was of a rusty old boat. But it was something like the the landscape behind it. It was really bright green and yellow. And there was something about, I don't know what this old rusty ship was. It was just kind of sitting there and just the way everything lined like up contrast, together. Yeah. yeah. Like you could see the textures and all the, from the rust and everything yeah. else and the colors, like you said. And I don't know, most people probably would have seen it as just some eyesore, but I thought, wow, this is really beautiful. I still look at that. I mean, that picture's probably 11 years old at this point. But wow. I still like it. Oh, that's good. And you can remember the moment when exactly. you saw it and you took I, it. I sure can. That's very inspiring, Amanda McEwen. Thanks. So the question is, what inspires you, you know, all of our listeners? What are, what are the things that get you excited? Or another another good one is uh, that we, we kind of were talking about before we started the episode is, you know, books you've read that have inspired you um, or documentaries you've watched or personal superheroes or mentors you have that you've never met. Um, I know for me, like, I love, you know, we were talking in a previous episode about self-helpery and personal growth. Self-helpery. Self-helpery. And I'm a huge fan. I've talked about Jen Sincero on here before. Um, She's the author of You Are a Badass. That book is just super inspiring, and it just reminds you of your pure awesomeness. Highly recommend listening to the audiobook because Jen narrates it. And, you know, who, who better to listen to narrate something than the person who wrote right. the words? And <laughs> I just love her attitude. She's super fun. Um, and I was so inspired by her that I actually made it a point to fly to Dallas with my brother and to meet her in, in person, go to her book signing, and listen to her do a talk talk on her most recent book, You Are a Badass Every Day, which is like the tune-up book. Um, And I also was very inspired a few years ago about, I'm sure you've you heard about the secret, which is the law of attraction. And I think that's something that you and I both really, you know, um, practice a lot Mm -hmm. is positive thinking and, you know, you bring about what you think about and the, the law of attraction. But I remember the first time I watched The Secret thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I've been actually living this for a really long mm-hmm. time and didn't know that it was called <laughs> the law of attraction. You know, I've been yep. manifesting and I've been doing all of this stuff, but you want to talk about having a major high vibe situation. My vibes were so high. I was like pinging. I was like hovering (laughs) after watching that. And uh, also after reading You Are a Badass, because it just reminds you of, you know, just who you are at, at your core and what this whole 
experience is all about. And for me, it's all about love. You yeah. know, it's all about the people in my life and sharing love and sharing joy with other people. And at the end of the day, that's what matters mm -hmm. to me. That's what I'm taking with me is hopefully I'll have left, you know, a mark on this, this, uh, world, just a little, little, little piece of glitter, a little piece of love, you know, <laughs> a little sparkle, sparkle of love. One soul sequence. And, right. <laughs> It'll be pink, hopefully. <laughs> of course. But, but, you know, so yeah. those are some things personally that inspire me. Yeah. One of the big ones for me is Shonda Rhimes. I love her. And it's funny because it started off, you know, she she's a writer. She's a TV producer. She, you know, behind, she created Grey's Anatomy and Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder and all of that. But it was, she created a character of Christina Yang on Grey's Anatomy. And that was the first time that I remember seeing a character on TV that was similar to me. And like, she didn't want kids and she was, you know, put work first and there were all these differences, but Shonda just has a way with words and pretty much every show she's written, I love. But then that inspired me to read her book, The Year of Yes. And that related to me a lot. She's an introvert, you know, so a lot of this, even though she's this total powerhouse, it's like taken over the TV world. You know, she never wanted to do appearances. She, you know, she just didn't want to do all that stuff. And in the book, she talks about, you know, somebody in her family had pointed out like at Thanksgiving one year, like you never say yes to anything. She'd always be turning down invitations because she just, she was uncomfortable, didn't want to do it. So she made a promise to herself for a year, she's going to say yes to everything that scared her. And to read, you know, it, it, her confidence grew and she, you know, she did keynote, of, you know, speeches or graduation events and she just started saying yes to everything. And it's something that I had actually done a couple years ago. You know, my friend Angie was kind of, it was very similar. And she's like, well, you, you don't like to do anything. And it's like, well, I just, a lot of things I don't want to do. But how about this? Like, if you invite me to something, I will say yes. Mm -hmm. And I did that for a while. And, you know, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. But it was that, you know, another attempt to push yourself out and try new things and do new things. But just her whole, you know, she's been the trailblazer for so many different things. And she has this giant deal with Netflix now. So I'm very excited to see what kind of content she creates oh, without having to follow the network rules. Yeah. I'm she's very gonna excited up, to see. She's going to come up happen. with some great stuff, yeah. I'm sure. And there's, and, and saying yes is inspiring. And mm -hmm. it's, it's also scary, yeah. you know, but <laughs> it leads to new experiences and new relationships and memories. And um, yeah. I, I like saying yes. I say I say yes to a lot of stuff. Um, but, you know, I know we've talked on past episodes about, you know, knowing yourself and being true to yourself mm -hmm. and definitely doing stuff that aligns with, I think it comes, for me, it comes back to just like my gut. You know, if I feel like, ugh, it's just not right for me or it just doesn't pull me or doesn't sound fun, um, you know, I'll listen to that, you know, for the most part. But, um, but you know, if it, I've got, if I get a little, it's like a little tingle, I'm like, Ooh, okay, maybe I'll try that. Hmm, I'm interested. Yeah. So the, the other thing that just came up, it's you were making fun of the, the sequin, but <clears throat> it, it, I promise the sequin and the authenticity ties in with what I'm going to say next, okay. but the artist pink, I adore her oh. and talking about inspiration yeah. and part of it, like just her whole story. And I don't know all the details, but it's, from what I understand, when she was starting, 
the music industry try to put her in this box. Like mm. you will be this R&B singer. You've got to look a certain way. You've got to, you know, sing a certain way. These are the songs you have to do. And she played by the rules once until she, you know, became a huge superstar. And then she turned it around and you're like, Good you're going to play by my rules now. And she put out rock music and she put out pop music. She did what it does, whatever she wants to do. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, continuing, we talked in our last episode about mastering your craft. She continues to, you know, push boundaries. And she's, you know, she trains here in Vegas with the Cirque du Soleil performers. And she does all the acrobatics. And she still sings live where there's so many people who lip sing. But she's out there singing live and singing amazingly well. Yeah. While flipping and flying through the, you know. She pushes the envelope. So, and that, and, and just some of her just statements of this is who I am. People give her hard time for yeah. weight fluctuates or this or that. And She's she unapologetic. Right? Yeah, she doesn't care. She keeps it totally well, real. I, I just saw actually an interview with her and she said she does care. But it's not going to change, you know, she's still going to do what she's going to do. She keeps it real. And she stands up, I think, for some really important things. But I just, to watch her sing and perform and do these crazy, and she's strong. Yeah. I watched one performance and she, I don't know, she, this giant man that she was lifting up like with one arm or something, I don't know. And I just think every time I see something with her, I will watch it because I may not like the color pink, but I love the artist pink. Yeah, I love both. And, uh. So you feel a little inspired by Pink, do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Now I like her a lot. You know who else really blew my mind live? This is like 10 years ago. But um, Fergie, yeah. when she was performing mm-hmm. with Black Eyed Peas, yeah. we saw her in concert and she was literally doing one-handed cartwheels mm-hmm. and singing live. Yeah. And I mean, it was incredible. I mean, <laughs> I was just like, dang. Yeah. I can't do a one-handed car wheel well, quietly. Quietly, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah. dang. No, mm-hmm. but she's she was really fit. And um, but yeah, there's and I, I too feel super inspired by um, you know, she she plays by her own rules and pink, uh, going back to pink, and she uh was just, you know, like, hey, this is how we're gonna do things. Yeah. This is my way. Well, she played by the rules until she had the power and then yeah. You know, because then I remember watching, if you listen to the albums, and I, I probably have lost track of a few of the more recent ones, but there's a definite progression from one certain sound into letting the more rock vibe, which is what oh, I always go for a little bit it. more. And, you know, I just, that, sometimes, you know, when you talk about somebody who appears to be 100% authentic, I think she's one of them. Yeah. I was just listening to her this morning, uh, one of her new songs about not being enough. And um, I can't remember what the name of the song is. I'm terrible at remembering names of songs, but <laughs> I love song lyrics. And anyway, I was just like, man, what a good song. And I'm in my car. Like, I love listening to the stories of songs, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. those are also very inspiring. And uh, she's so raw, you know, yeah. she's awesome. Yeah. Lo- love me some pink also. <laughs> and love me the color pink. I know you do. Yeah. I know you're trying to trick me into saying I love pink so you can like well, use that snippet against me somehow. I'd like but, to use that against but you. But no, people know. I mean, they've, they've gotten to know very well in just a few episodes. My Look at us thing. today. We're matching. Yeah. For those of you listening, we're both somehow in blue and black, which was not planned again. Blue and black. So we may be opposites, but somehow we're always in sync. But my my soul is always pink, mm-hmm. so yeah. it's fine. It's always in there. <laughs> I don't know what color my soul is. It's probably a medley of I different. I think it's like 
teal. Maybe. It's like turquoise. Okay, that's, I'll take it. That's the color of your soul. Okay. If I were Perfect. to guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, and one of my others, because I pretty much only came up with a few, because like I said, I don't, I don't, I just have never really sat down to think of yeah. people. But another, just my, my favorites in the sort of TV writing world is Amy Sherman Palladino. Mm-hmm. And she wrote and created Gilmore Girls and Bunheads and The Marvelous, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, mm. which if you haven't seen it, it's on Amazon on right now to me it's the smartest funniest show that's around right now but part of it it's her just her writing style she writes a lot of dialogue and a lot of actors on her different shows have talked about the number of pages that they have to learn with her versus another creator I mean it's a lot of dialogue and it's those episodes of those shows sometimes you have to watch a few times to catch everything because it's so fast and it's quick-witted and there's little references and just things thrown in there, you know, but she's a writing team with her husband and they, you know, again, when people kind of break the rules sometimes, I don't, I guess that's inspiring to break the rules, but that's how innovation happens. And, you know, you, when you can write characters that you can relate to and storylines that keep things interesting, but I think what we're, what I'm missing in TV is that balance of smart and funny. Yeah. Where there's so many great shows, but this, a lot of them are really dark in nature. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, the movies, I think, a lot of times are just so action and comic book heavy. I miss the story. This all comes down to that central theme that I like storytelling. Yes. Documentaries, memoirs, mm-hmm. well-written books. You know, it can be fiction, but it can, you know, TV shows, movies that have character development and story. It's all about a good story. It is. It does. It does come back to that for sure. Um, Anything uh, inspire you around health and wellness? Does anything come to mind for you? Uh, Not anybody. Like I don't, I, I don't read books on that. I don't, Mm -hmm. I kind of do, I just kind of do my own thing because Mm -hmm. I feel like every, everybody, everybody is so different, Mm -hmm. you know, and Again, I've, I've been very fortunate that weight has never been a concern for me. So dieting in general, not a thing But for me. But, you know, some people consider being vegetarian a diet. But that pretty much came to me on my own because I was being a rebel and I didn't want to make the food that my mom's boyfriend made for dinner. I just said, oh, I don't eat meat anymore. But part of it, I have a lot of sympathy for animals and I just didn't like meat. So, And then as I stopped eating it and I felt that I got healthier – uh, you know, that was a big part of it. But all of my realizations in health have really come on my own. Yeah. And but paying attention and trying different things and learning different things. And currently yeah. trying celery juice. I Ooh. had a meeting with a client last week, a client slash friend, and she was talking about celery juice. And I've, I've seen it pop up a little bit. I, it, it could be one of those fads right now. I'm not sure. But she has, you know, was talking about having issues with adult acne, which is a thing that I think women don't really talk about, but it, it affects, like, mm. my skin has always had problems. Like, never full-on acne, but it's really sensitive. So, like, you know, if I use the wrong product or if I touch my face, like, so I'm going to, you know, get a breakout. And it's mm-hmm. really obnoxious, especially, you know, when you get into, like, your 30s and 40s and you're like, is this supposed to be done by now? Right. But she had a nutritionist or somebody that had told her, 16 ounces of celery juice every morning, first thing when you wake up, hmm. you know, juice it fresh. That and she had to cut out dairy 
But the combination of those things, and she said, you know, it's like it's working. It's like a miracle. So I started doing research on that, and celery, huge for anti-inflammatory, which is the root of my pain issues. So I'm I'm only like six days in, but I'm I'm very curious. You know, I'll I'll stick with it for a few weeks to see what happens. Like celery juice. It's, is it like high? Is it super concentrated? Well, it's it's fresh. Like so, I just run the cell, stock, yeah. like a st- full. Is a stock the whole thing? A bunch of yeah. celery. Yeah. I just run the whole thing through, and it it fills up the glass. Wow. So I'm gonna try that, but you know, I, I think sometimes it's you hear different stories of success and see maybe I can apply that to my life somehow. Yeah, I think uh, we talked earlier too in an earlier episode about comparing, you know, mm-hmm. the the comparison trap and we were I was trying to come up with a new word. I was trying to be a wordsmith yeah. on the fly, but the word is in, instead of uh, a comparison, it's comparespiration. Mm-hmm. And so I was I was just thinking again today about that word and how now when I look at other women that have beautiful bodies or really fit or whatever, because I do struggle with my weight, mm-hmm. I look at them and think, oh my gosh, wow, I wonder what they're doing, you know, and or wonder what they're eating or, you know, what they're doing, what their choices are. Um, just to educate myself, it's not about comparing myself, it's more using it as an inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I, I, it's always fun to hear what inspires other people and, and makes them, um, you know, tick and, uh, keeps them moving forward and in, in their personal growth. And, um, but I, I do really enjoy reading other people's stories and, and, and that kind of thing too. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And apparently we were more inspired than we realized because we we're being told that we've passed the 45 minute mark. Shut the front yeah. door. <laughs> so we, I can't believe it. I'm so inspired by this fact. Yeah. Oh, maybe that was a 35. Okay. Oh, I'm wrong. We can, we have 10 more minutes of inspiration. We can be inspirational for, for 10 more minutes. Well, for me, to just uh, throw See, there my, was no hesitation. She's like, I'm inspired my, to keep inspiring. No, I, what I wanted to say was, I hope that this episode has made you feel like you want to seek out some, you know, inspiration in your life. And if it's feeling dull or you're feeling kind of bland or kind of blah, you know, just seek it out. Watch The Secret. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I that's mm-hmm. I my brother and I joke. He was kind of a skeptic. Right. I told him about <clears throat> watching The Secret, and he was just like, "Oh yeah, you and your." voodoo, Mm -hmm. hocus pocus, whatever. This is like 10 years ago. And he watched it with me. um, And he was like, dang, that really fired me up. That made me feel really good. And Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. And he said, now he watches it like a couple times a year as a tune up. And I love that. So I think we should tune up every once in a while. Mm -hmm. If you have a book you've read or a story or a movie you've watched or something that's like really lit you up inside and you haven't watched it in a long time, go back and revisit Mm -hmm. it because it'll do the same thing again. Yeah. I I mean, I think being open-minded is a huge part of being able to find that inspiration because Mm -hmm. I know the secret is met with a lot of hesitance, but I think it's when people take it very literal. Like I'm going to say that I have money and it's going to show up in the mailbox just out of nowhere. Oh, right. And it's not. That's wishful thinking. Right. But yeah. But it's, it's more the action and the active thinking and the positivity and all of that. Yeah. But sometimes people are too closed off 
And they just, they want to have resistance for everything, including the good, which I will never understand. Mm -hmm. But I I think if you open your mind a little bit and just be open to hearing new ideas, you don't have to like them. You don't have to agree with them. But just listen, try to absorb something new. Maybe you'll find some inspiration that you didn't even know was possible. Absolutely. Keeping an open mind is huge. I agree. What else you got, Amanda McEwen? I, I think I was ready to go because I thought we were out of time. I thought we were I, out of time too. My, my brain shut I, off. I, I know, like, me too. I, I, I like stepped on the gas. Then I, you know, like we were idling. Now mm-hmm. we're, I, I don't know. I, I yeah. feel like. Well, I, I think we let we leave it up to you listeners, you viewers, yeah. to let us know who inspires you. Why do they inspire you? Mm-hmm. You know, um, if we inspire you at all, maybe you could leave us a review on Ooh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I like the way you slipped that in. You know, because that, that would be very helpful to us. Yes. You know, we, we need to hear from you. We like the discussion. You know, join our Facebook group. Keep the conversation going. But, you know, we, we get a lot of private comments. People talk to us and tell us that they like what we're doing. But, you know, unfortunately, we're in a, a world that these things need to be public sometimes. So if you can find a couple minutes to just go on there and type us up a little review, we would be very grateful. We'd be very inspired by that. We would be. We'd be inspired to bring even more content your way uh, so you could listen into our conversations. That's what Good. people have said. It's like, I feel like I'm just hanging out with you and yes. Amanda. It's so come so hang cool. out with us. Come hang out with us. We want you to. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in and we hope you have a very inspiring day. Thanks for tuning into the Womanpreneur Podcast. Until next time, you've got this.